Well, I'd like to re- welcome you, re-welcome you to another Tim Talk. Um, thank you very much for those of you who watch these talks. And I know it's not a lot of you, but I, I, was, I was actually having a conversation here recently about um, these talks might become way more relevant in the 40s, 50s, 60s, uh, 2040s, 60s, 50s, as we move forward and destroy our environment more and more. Hopefully we'll have a, an awakening at some point and uh, um, we'll take on these teachings more. Um, I want to start tonight uh, with the first Tim talk about land care and how important it is and why the gift that we are, and we'll title this, the gift of earth caretaking, the gift of earth caretaking. That is what we humans are if we want to make a difference in the world. It's one of the reasons we are here today on this planet is to care for our planet. Now, I know I've had a number of Tim Talks about this, but I cannot say it enough. If we're going to move forward into the future and get through this nightmare that we've created called global warming and come out the other end with a healthy earth, or at least with the hope of having a healthy earth, Human beings have, have to take on becoming Earth caretakers and caring for the planet. It's very simple. If we don't do that, our population just hit 8 billion. In another 10 years, we're going to hit 9 billion. And then we're going to hit 10, 12. And in another, we just hit 8 billion. We're going to hit 9 billion. Then we're going to hit 10 in another 10 years. There's too many people on the earth if we don't live as earth caretakers. If we learn to live as earth caretakers, there's a chance we can make the earth healthier than ever, and us included. And if we don't do this, it's simple. The earth is going to start to eliminate us. It's just simple. Through disasters, through from climate change, human disasters that result from the stress of climate change, like war and famine, dictatorships, authoritarianism, and onwards. And it'll just end up being a loop of endless loop of one nightmare after another. I don't want to freak you out, but I believe in the truth. And that is what's going to happen if we don't take on Earth caretaking. Now, if we take on Earth caretaking and we go through this difficult period of human history, some of the most that we've ever been in. We get to the other side of it, the idea of Earth caretaking for the generations on the other side of this global warming nightmare. If we take that on, Earth caretaking, and become Earth caretakers, there's hope for the future generations down the road to help the Earth to heal. Thus, we heal and we move on as a species, the human race, as a species, as Earth caretaking at the foundational core of who we are. And moving forward, we tend to the Earth, like the trees do, like the ocean does, like the animals do, etc., etc. We are a part of the greater whole, and we are a part of making the greater whole better because we're here, rather than, as we do now, taking away from the greater whole, damaging the Earth because we're here. It's not what humans are supposed to be. I don't believe that. So I have hope. 
although I'm, not, I'm a realist, we might be going through a lot of crud, but we have, there's always hope. So the idea of the earth caretaker way is so vitally important. And the other night I was, I, I knew about this, this man, um, I, I don't, there's a man in um, a billionaire who became rich in the tech world. And we see all the time when we watch the news and how many people make just so much money in this world and just do nothing with it, make nothing better. And think about it. What's the average person need to live? Uh, you know, a few hundred grand a year tops. And even then you're richer than most people ever could dream of. You're talking about an ungodly amount of money people have. And how does it go to make the world better? It's something that has to happen. And the great example was this. There's a man, a billionaire from the tech industry. Um, I think he's, he created voicemail or has something to do with it. He set his sights on helping to bring back um, a national park that had called Ambrosia National Park in, in West Africa that had been devastated by almost 30 years of, of war. Every animal was almost wiped out in this park. Hundreds of thousands of acres. Incredible place. It was down to just a couple of elephants and a few other animals here and there. This man decided to take his billions. He was asked by the new leader of the government over there. They now have gotten through their wars and they're trying to become a more healthy country, living in a better way. They asked this man to get involved. He brought in his money. He brought in his expertise. He brought in, most importantly, his absolute commitment to doing some good for this planet. And money is just energy. It's just, it's energy. It's, it, it can be a good thing. It can be a bad thing. It's up to whoever handles it or manages it. In this case, it's a beautiful thing. They started bringing back animals from other parks, where there were overpopulations, zebras, giraffes. They brought back lions. They brought back baboons. You name it. And now, now the park is like a pristine national park. Once they started to bring back the wildlife and do some land care on the land itself, bring back the forests that have been overlogged and so forth, nature said, it's almost like nature just said, oh, right, you're into it. You're, you're helping us. We're going to do our part. And the healing took place. And now if you go there, it's, it's on its way to becoming like a classic African National Park, endless wildlife, endless beauty, unbelievable. And you could bring it down to this one man who decided to take his billions who he made in the tech industry and do something beautiful with it. And of course, he hired countless other people to help him. They're all a part of it. The government asked for his help. He now, the rangers do their work protecting the animals from poachers. There's people doing educational work. There's young women who have started organizations to help the wildlife and create jobs for them. So many things have spurred out of this idea of protecting this national park. That is earth caretaking at its absolute finest moment. We screwed it up, we made it right, and it was good for everybody. And sure, there could be tests along the way, things could go wrong, but right now it's a pristine example of we screwed it up, we made it right. We took the resources we had, money, people, hope, commitment, 
Remember, these people have just come out of a 20-something year civil war. They're ready for this. They're, part of their healing is caring for the land. And they get healed by it. And it gives you purpose bigger than yourself. Purpose bigger than yourself. So instead of spending time thinking about how to screw your neighbor, how do you help your neighbor live better? Earth caretaking. Care for the, caring for the earth is caring for each other. It's all connected. And this one billionaire did this. Now, the thing I want to wrap up this Tim Talk with is it doesn't matter whether you're a billionaire, a zillionaire, or whether you have five bucks. You can change the world forever as an earth caretaker. You can volunteer. You can help animals along the trail. You can put out a bird feeder. You can put out water for animals. You can donate to organizations, your time, or your money. Whatever you can vote. I, I think about just the power of voting. If, if, if people had voted um, and we hadn't ended up with that crazy creep called Donald Trump and they voted to put Clinton in back then, then I know that all the issues with her Whatever they might have been, whether whatever side of the boat you're on, she would have saved land. She would have saved land for animals, for wildlife. Obama did it. Biden's been doing it. It doesn't happen on the other side, sadly. <coughs> You've, you're, there's so much power in that. And we have to think bigger, beyond that limited way we normally think. It matters. Imagine if one national park is created. How how many animals and how many beings benefit from that. It's mind-blowing. Even if, it's like for me, we have land we're trying to save here where Headwaters Outdoor School is. And I just had somebody in our community just was able to buy a 40-acre piece that came up for sale. They don't want to turn it into a condominium complex. They want to keep it wild, maybe put a yurt on it, go up here and visit on occasion. And now that land is safe for wildlife, for animals, for people to walk on. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. And that was done with money. We had to buy the land. We had to save it. Do you think the animals care about how much money is involved? No. Do you think the trees care? No. Do you think the flower, flowers care? No. Do you think the creeks care? No. None of that matters to them. It's just energy. It's a tool that we can use. It's a tool in our toolbox. Not the only one, but it's there. So great things can happen if we put our mind to it and our energy into it and our resources into it. So let's go find another 50 zillionaires and convince them to buy land, protect it, bring back national parks, help, help, help. Let's convince them. If you're listening to this and you know somebody, go out and talk. Go out and talk and share your ideas on the earth and ask them to help in any way they can. Help when help is needed. That is a motto of Edwaters Outdoor School. Hope. Hope. Thank you for listening. You know, I started these talks, and I still believe they're mostly for uh, 
our alumni and future students, people who are interested in coming to our school um, to continue with the teachings of the school and or, and or to be introduced to the teachings of the school, which if I had to break it down, it would be to build a deep personal relationship with nature, reclaim our birthright to be close to our earth in a personal way, um, and uh, a call to action, uh, a willingness to take on the idea of becoming an earth caretaker as one of the purposes, if not the main purpose, of our life on earth. That's what these talks are about. I hope they inspire people, um, and I'd love to hear from you on ideas for talks you might like to hear and questions you might have if I brought any up.